Thank you for joining me for this edition of Questions About Anne Boleyn. Now, I'm often asked, what was Anne Boleyn's favourite colour? Which is actually impossible to answer because she is not recorded as ever telling anyone this information. And it's not as if she dressed in only one colour. We do, however, know which colours she wore and which colours she chose for her daughter Elizabeth because we still have receipts of expenses and orders for fabric and garments. So what colours did Anne Boleyn wear? Well, she wore plenty of black, which is not unusual as it showed wealth and status because black fabric was expensive due to the difficulty in dyeing it. Here are some examples of black things ordered for and by Anne Boleyn. In 1531 and 1532, Henry VIII ordered nightgowns for Anne. Now, nightgowns were dressing gowns rather than night dresses. The one in 1531 was of black velvet embroidered with gold thread, lined with black taffeta and the sleeves lined with buckram. The one ordered in 1532 was black satin lined with black taffeta, edged with black velvet and with the upper sleeves lined with buckram. In May 1530, black featured in saddles and horse riding equipment ordered for Anne. Black velvet covered saddles, black velvet covered footstools, harnesses and reins of black velvet. In 1532, a black satin cloak with black velvet edging, satin lining, a black velvet lined collar and buckram lined sleeves was ordered for Anne. Mercer William Locke's bill for 1535 to 1536 included two gowns of black velvet, a black bruges satin cloak, a black cloth cloak lined with black sarsenet and embroidered black velvet kirtles. Arnold the shoemaker also made Anne black velvet shoes and slippers. At her trial in 1536, Anne is recorded as wearing a robe of black velvet and a cap with a black and white feather on it. But Anne didn't just wear black. She also chose to wear crimson, green, purple, russet, white and tawny, which was an orangey brown. Here are some examples. In November 1530, crimson satin was ordered for a new gown for Anne. In June 1532, green damask was ordered for Anne, which textile historian Maria Hayward believes was probably for a nightgown. In September 1532, for the ceremony in which she was made Marquess of Pembroke, Anne wore a surcoat and mantle of crimson velvet, both third with ermine. The following month, at the Masque in Calais in honour of King Francis I, Anne and her ladies wore cloth of gold compassed with crimson tinsel satin owned with cloth of silver lying loose and knit with laces of gold. For her coronation procession in 1533, Anne wore a surcoat of white cloth of tissue, a mantle of white cloth of tissue furred with ermine, and crimson velvet and damask were used for her litter, as well as scarlet cloth, gold fringe and black velvet. On her coronation day, it appears from the expenses that Anne wore a crimson velvet gown lined with crimson taffeta over a white satin kirtle, which was lined with red cloth. Anne topped her outfit with coronation robes of ermine trimmed with purple velvet for the ceremony itself. In 1535, green satin and green cloth of gold checked were ordered for Anne, and William Locke's bill included, and I quote, 
gowns in tawny velvet with black lamb's fur, in velvet without fur, in damask and in satin furred with miniver, a russet gown in kaffir, which is heavy silk, a gown in purple cloth of gold lined with silver, a russet nightgown trimmed with miniver, an embroidered tawny satin cloak, white satin and white damask kirtles, and a crimson printed satin kirtle with matching sleeves. At her execution on the 19th of May 1536, Anne wore a gown of dark grey damask trimmed with ermine and a crimson kirtle. William Locke's bill also included items for Anne's daughter, Princess Elizabeth, including white sarsnet to line an orange velvet gown, black velvet and black satin for partlets, russet velvet, black buckram, crimson, purple, white, yellow sarsnet, yellow velvet to edge a yellow kirtle, white damask for a kirtle, white velvet to edge the kirtle, russet damask for a bed cover, black satin for a muffler and taffeta for lining it, embroidered purple satin sleeves, green velvet for edging a green satin kirtle, black velvet for mufflers, a purple satin cap decorated with a rich call of gold, crimson satin and fringe for the princess's cradle head, a white satin cap and a crimson cap, both with rich calls of gold, and a fringe of Venice gold and silver for the little bed. So a whole rainbow of colours there. The inventory taken at Henry VIII's death also included some items which link back to Anne Boleyn, including sleeves of white satin embroidered over with pearled gold acorns and honeysuckles, and sleeves of cloth of gold embroidered with a great trail of pearled gold with honeysuckles. Acorns and honeysuckle had been adopted by King Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn as their personal motif. So, as far as apparel was concerned, Anne appears to have liked black, white, crimson and scarlet, green, tawny, russet, yellow and purple, a colour associated with royalty, as well as cloth of gold and cloth of silver. Now, I'm not sure that jewellery helps as much, as I'm sure that has more to do with which stones were precious and expensive, but jewellery ordered for Anne included pieces set with diamonds, pearls, emeralds and rubies. While I can't answer the question, what was Anne Boleyn's favourite colour, without lying or speculating heavily, I have been able to tell you what colours Anne chose to wear. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.